Um, uh, we don't want to wait. Hey, we're back. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Robin. And we're talking about Gilmore Girls Season 2. The episodes are Nick and Nora, Sid and Nancy. Mm-hmm. Introducing Lorelai Gilmore. Right. Like mother, like daughter. Mm-hmm. And the ins and outs of ends. <laughs> yeah, uh... It, you know, four episodes is a long time between the last time we we podcasted. You know, like you know, you go through so much of the Gilmore's, and I, I swear it's like I think to myself, I'm like, what was my prediction about these? So I don't know if if any of my predictions uh, sound interesting to you, you should definitely like take a note because <laughs> I was like, what did I say for these? But I can't remember, so whatever. I don't remember, but I don't think it was anywhere near. What we <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Uh, I remember liking the uh, first episode title, Nick and Nora said Nancy. And, mm-hmm. you know, because I, I like The Thin Man. I like some of the movies in the Thin Man series. And, of course, Sid and Nancy, which are, you know. Um, so what I'm wondering is why it was named that. <laughs> oh, because in the in the episode, because Lorelai and Luke. Was a reference in the episode? Yes. Lorelai and Luke had their first fight. And she couldn't go into the diner. And she was telling Rory it wasn't. Nick and Nora, it was more like Sid and Nancy. Oh, darn it. It was a brutal fight. It, I missed that one, apparently. But this is uh, this is the big episode uh, that introduces a brand new character. I, I actually uh, watched the credits for the first time this season, like seeing, mm-hmm. oh, I should I should see if something is new or whatever. And Milo Ventimiglia pops up in the credits, and I was like, has, so has he been there the entire time, or is this the first episode? No, that, okay. I, I think, okay, Liza Wheel mm-hmm. and, uh, oh, I don't even think, uh, hold on, Agana. What, what is Lane's name? Agana, oh, <laughs> uh, it's, what, you Kiko, just throw Ka- that, you, Kaiko. You just, okay. Kaiko Agana. We're just going to embarrass us on the podcast again. Okay. We were anyway, explicitly told the, the pronunciation, the young, the but young, I should have... <laughs> The young yes. actors, okay. The mm-hmm. uh, Jared Padalecki, the mm-hmm. Milo Ventimiglia, the Keiko Agana, mm-hmm. and Liza Wheel. You're definitely not spell- pronouncing right, but you know, whatever. Not like I can correct you because I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's something like that. It's close. It's close. It. Keiko Agana. Just take another it, stab at it. I'm sure it's going to come out the right. I think it is. It's totally. <laughs> anyway, those four kind of all kind of they alternate those four. Yeah, it's it's almost like um, they don't. They're like sharing a spot, right? In the credits. Okay. So one episode it'll be Milo Ventimiglia. One oh, episode I it'll see. be Jared Padalecki. One episode it'll be Liza Wheel. And mm-hmm. one episode it'll be. Kaiko. You know, you really got me Ag- in Agana, Agana by uh, yeah, all the times you're trying to uh, pronounce that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> no full time star. Only right. they're kind of sharing it. They're they're alternating. Uh, so we are at the first day of school. Finally, the fifth episode in is the first day of school, which is odd for a C- uh, WB show. Um, but uh, you know, Rory is worried about change. We She's worried, worried about, about her new path. Her, mm-hmm. her locker, what if she has problems with her locker? Yep. She's like just this- excited. <laughs> <laughs> I like this little setup where, uh, you know, that Lane has where she's ordering CDs through Rory, which is funny because, mm-hmm. you know, Rory's near that, uh, a good CD shop in Hartford when she was to school. Oh, I was going uh, to look up that Mondo book. This mm. book seems to be a list of all 
albums, musical albums. Because she was like, you know, I'll just have a couple more left and I'll be through the 60s. I don't think it was a Mondo book. Wasn't it like a Mojo book or something? It said Mojo or Mondo? I don't know. Oh, Mojo. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Definitely seemed to be like a real big music fans kind of book, you know, an encyclopedia. Mm-hmm. Classic uh, compact dictionary version of, of music stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and uh, un- not surprising in the least, uh, Taylor is a scoutmaster. Mm-hmm. Of course he is. <laughs> he likes to be in charge. Yep. And uh, so Luke gets a phone call from his sister and ends up yeah. angry, of yep. course. Uh. What he's angry about? Well, uh, he does have to buy a huge amount of groceries, which uh, surprises uh, Lord. This is this is surprising to me. Like I was thinking to myself of the logistics. Like, okay, so you live maybe you know two doors away from a grocery store. Do you like? And you have to get enough groceries to feed you and you know one other person for a week. So it's you know more than a couple bags. Uh, I don't know. Would you take like two trips? Would you bring your own cart or would you do what Luke does, which is like, just throw it all in a, like a TV, almost like a, like a TV box or something. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I've always it. wondered like when you live in the city, like how do you get your groceries? Especially yeah. like people with fa- a family, like a family of four or five that live in a huge city. Like that just freaks me out. <laughs> right. Like, like, uh, strollers and the subway and, mm. Toddlers and children. Oh my! Like I, I'm just stressed out. Just oh uh, gosh, by the thoughts of it. Definite anxiety on my part. I would. I, I live in a small town. I can't imagine having my children constantly around that many strangers every day. <laughs> oh yeah, you would, <laughs> you would need medication. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, yeah. Cause I'm, you know, I pick up the groceries at the store. I put them in my car. I drive them to the house. I'm in the driveway. I can now cart the groceries from right. the, uh, yeah, okay. the I'm, house. Okay. I'm a, okay. I'm in, in, because my child, because my one child now drives her own car. I'm in my car by myself 99% of the time. Mm. I should not need an SUV. And you see right. all these mothers going to work. Driving these huge ass Tahoes, <laughs> land barges, gus, gas yeah. guzzlers, and uh, you know you gotta have somewhere to put all those groceries. I just actually just solved it in my mind. What you go to the grocery store like every day, maybe every other day. I guess you do. You just get a few things for today and tomorrow, mm-hmm. and yeah, and that one big thing that you just ran out of. Luke, of course, is like you know now preparing for. And trying to prepare for it. I mean, there's a lot of junk in that box. You can. It looks like mm-hmm. a Gilmore diet, quite honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, the nephew Jess is coming to stay, and I, uh, you know, I talked to you a little bit, probably off recording that uh, our listeners didn't hear. But you know, one of those things through social osmosis. My wife, being a Gilmore Girls fan, has kind of watched it you know, in my presence while I'm like watching something else or doing something else. I knew Milo Ventimiglia was in this uh, show and I knew that he was a kid that lived with Luke. Uh-huh. So I naturally thought it was his son, like his uh-huh. long lost son. So uh-huh. I've been looking for some sort of hints that he left some girl behind or something like that. And I was like, well, maybe the Rachel thing will, she'll show up with a son, but she, she never does. So uh-huh. yeah, uh, it's cool to know that not only we have Jess, but it sounds like we have a uh, you know some some sister drama to look forward to in the future. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, because <laughs> uh, he doesn't think very highly of her. Yeah, you know, 
because it seems like she's just, you know, kind of a hot mess, it sounds like, you know. I mean, I don't know if she's hot mess. He, he does say she's overworked as well as divorced, you know, so maybe she does, you know, work so much that she can't spend time with her kid. Um, but um, but she also, you know, we find out later that she, she also left uh, Luke carrying the hat or what do you want to call it? <laughs> carrying the bag, carrying the ball. For when what? She, when she left town. Oh. And he was there with his father and took over the business. Yeah. And all that. Yeah. So there's a lot there. So I'm looking forward to, uh, to the, uh, I mean, this is, we have six seasons left we, and a mini series. We got to have a Liz story at one point. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Whether we want it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lorelai is, it's like, Oh, Luke, the great communicator is going to s- straighten him out. <laughs> he's getting in trouble. He's, he's like staying out and mm-hmm. getting rowdy. Yeah. <laughs> getting rowdy. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I, you know, and Lorelai immediately wants to help. And, uh, I like Luke gets the air mattress and, uh, Lorelai's line is if the kid wants something inflatable, get him a blonde. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's just, she's like, you do have sheets. Oh, I've got sheets. And then she leaves <laughs> and he goes out for sheets. <laughs> My other note for this, uh, this whole exchange was that, you know, Lorelai of all people keeps insisting Luke stop and think about all the implications involved in a decision he's about to make. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's made. <laughs> he's <Yeah>. made rashly. <laughs> yeah. She's like, do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, yeah, Rory is ready for round two, as she says. And Paris agrees to coexist uh, for the benefit of the Franklin. But uh, uh, it sounds like Paris has some stuff up her sleeve, which we'll find out. And I, you know, as always, I'm Louise's number one fan, and uh, I like that Louise mentions that she needs her weekends. All of this is done on weekends, <laughs> pointing to her, you know, obviously how great she looks. Yeah, I think it was a hair color issue. Mm. You know, where she had the oh, wig on last time. Yeah, yeah. See, and I think again, she's back to normal. Zero wigdar myself. I, you know. I just think if if it's a wig, if if I had all come up with an idea that it might be a wig, I just think they're having a bad hair day. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's fine now. Mm-hmm. It's no wig now. Uh, That's good. So Peter Petrelli shows up in Stars Hollow. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, he he uh, storms out, mm-hmm. and uh, Luke says, "You know, you're going to need keys." No, I don't. Uh, and he walks out into Stars Hollow, and there's this, you know, this utopia. And Elvis Costello's This This Is Hell. This, this is hell. starts playing. Oh man. You know, imagine if the troubadour walked by and started singing that. How would you feel? I, I, I would be okay. I wouldn't mind it. Okay. I wouldn't love it. I wouldn't jump up and down for joy, but I wouldn't complain about it. Uh let me ask you right now, uh, since you've probably seen all or at least most of uh this content. What do you like uh, Milo Ventimiglia most in uh, uh, Gilmore Girls, Heroes, or This Is Us? I, I just love Milo Ventimiglia. Yeah, me too. I just, I just love him. I think this is a great character. It's a he's very different, and mm-hmm. but also just like Luke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I love him. Uh, also, of course, uh, also Ra- I quit Rocky watching and- This Is Us. Oh, you quit that one? I see them, yes. Ah, my wife's still watching it. I'm not. Bored I never it. did. <laughs> but it, it's amazing that he's like a dad now. Mm-hmm. Or who was it I was watching the other day? I was like, she's a mom now. Like, <laughs> oh, well, just like in, uh, I'll tell you when we get to it. Never mind. Go ahead. Okay. 
Where are we at? Well, um, I just want to also mention like a, a couple things. Uh, it does seem like Jess has never visited Stars Hollow before, so no. that's interesting. So Liz has never returned home with her son. Like she's she's le- she left and she never came back. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, Luke, you stationed Jess's air mattress as young teenage boy to be at the foot of your bed. Could you possibly think about a different floor plan, maybe, to help this child have any sense of privacy? <laughs> also, Luke, you're not exactly thinking of your your love life at all when when you do something like that. So, I guess he doesn't have one. Uh, I guess not. Yeah, if it's non-existent. So yeah, Paris gives Rory the story of the paving the parking lot. Oh well, but the, the main part is she tells Rory the wrong time, and Rory sits on the oh, bench yeah. outside the room reading her book. Mm-hmm. Starts to go in, and she looks like a loser coming in late, and ends up with the paving assignment, which sounds like the worst assignment ever. <laughs> but of course, Rory kills it. Rory is up for the challenge. I like the fact that this mm-hmm. doesn't really affect her emotionally much as much as, as other things do in her life. You know, I'm assuming, you know, a lot of the, her personal, like Dean or, um, you know, uh, going through the potential stepfather thing with Max it definitely affects her a lot more than, than Paris. Uh, I'm, I'm so glad to see a teenager regard the nonsense that happens in high school as like, whatever this is, I'm going to beat this and I'm going to get through it. And I have better places to be after this is done, (laughs) namely Harvard Mm -hmm. and nothing's going to, nothing's going to, you know, and I love the whole thing where she says, you know, like no matter how evil you are at the end of the year, the Franklin is going to be on her transcript. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She could do like, like minimal work, not do a good job. Mm-hmm. Get the worst assignments and still it, on her transcripts, it's going to say that she had this extracurricular. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I was definitely worried when uh, Rory leaves and uh, runs into Max and turns right around and walks the other way, and Paris is on the other side of the window. And I'm like, oh, is she going to oh. be sympathetic to Rory now? <laughs> no, <laughs> she's got, she's got uh, ammunition mm-hmm. to use against Rory. Uh,. So yeah, Jess Jess does some grunting at Lorelai yeah. and gets invited to dinner. We'll we'll get to that. Uh, oh, there's twelve stores in Stars Hollow devoted to porcelain unicorns. <laughs> makes so much sense. Uh, <laughs> I, I wonder how the business is thriving in each one of those stores. <laughs> what do they do to make their store more more attractive? Um, or is that which? Do you think that was just a joke? I'm hoping that was just a joke. Oh yeah, it was, a, it was an exaggeration. <laughs> Uh, and I do like, uh, how, uh, mature, uh, Lorelai is, um, talking to Rory, um, and when she mentions the whole Max thing and that she says, you know, please, you know, continue having a relationship with him. It's okay. You know, you don't have to ignore him on my account. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. Uh, Jess is a smoker. Mm-hmm. Um, as a person that just quit smoking for the like sixth time in his life uh, a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. I'll just have to throw in my non-smoker gross. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, I was really surprised that Luke didn't like knock it out of his hand immediately. He's very like, he's, 
he I, he's almost like I mean, and like when his sister calls and just doesn't want to talk talk to her, he like makes excuses for him. He's yeah, very well, defensive. he's very he's very lenient on him at mm-hmm. first, letting him yeah. get uh, used to his new life there, and mm-hmm. then it shows that he, uh, you know, in the end, he gets raw hard on him mm-hmm. by ask by asking him where he's going. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, just this whole like Luke's like okay, so we're gonna uh, go to dinner at Lorelai. You remember Lorelai, and we're gonna go over and we're gonna have, you know we're gonna have a nice dinner. And Jess just kind of like stands up and walks out of the apartment. Like, did did, did he hear that, or did, did it make him mad that this is happening, or did he just say he need to go go somewhere? There wasn't any sort of reaction, <laughs> which is interesting. Uh, yeah, Jess Jess is a mystery kid right now. I, I, I'm enjoying I'm enjoying Jess. <laughs> uh, yeah, he is a mystery. You don't know. Because when he goes to Lorelai and Rory's house and meets mm. Rory, and he's looking through her books, you're you're wondering what is going on in his head. Mm-hmm. And he stops at that book, and she offers to lend it to him. And then he uh, opens the and, and he she said, "Do you read?" Oh, you know, not much. Mm-hmm. And he opens. How do you open the windows? Let's get out of here. And she's like, "Well, it's like Wednesday in Stars Hollow. There's nothing open. Well, we could go to a the uh, sit on." A park bench and stare at our feet. <laughs> yes, I like the line. It's Tuesday night in Stars Hollow. There's nowhere to bail to. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, it, it was interesting when he when he comes in. He's just like ho hum and just kind of like nodding to people, and and he zeroes right in on Rory's photo, and he's mm-hmm. like, "There's my target. Like, there's my out right there. We have another mm-hmm. teenager in the house. Uh, you know." Uh, you know, I'll, I'll, uh, work my charm on her and, you know, get out the door and maybe, you know, who knows, I don't, you know, who knows, maybe he was thinking like, he's going to, I mean, he's, he's ready to make some waves and really just piss off everybody around him. Probably, you know, I'm assuming hopefully he's trying to get himself sent back. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe he was thinking, oh, you know, I'll take, take this, uh, you know, nice woman's daughter out and keep her out really late and do, you know, you know, get drunk or, you know, whatever, smoke cigarettes with her and get her in trouble. And, and, you know, that'll really piss him off. Um, yeah. So, but she doesn't, you know, this is Rory. She doesn't go for that. <laughs> She's like, no, I'm hungry. We're going to eat. <laughs> uh, oh yes. And this is, you know, even before this, uh, the, you know, Rory's early for the, the Franklin and she gets assigned, the, the the cover story and Paris is like yeah you can have the interview with uh, Max Medina you of all people should be able to get the most out of him because uh, you know he and your mother are still involved right which uh, yeah I guess you know Rory doesn't exactly let that business uh, out she doesn't talk to anybody at school probably about her own life you know she doesn't really talk to anybody I'm assuming mm-hmm. <laughs> so nobody really knows what happened and of course they don't live in Stars Hollow or else they'd know through Miss Patty uh-huh. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, uh, so so yeah, the dinner. Uh, Jess grabs a beer, and yeah, Lorelai tries her Lorelai mom magic mm-hmm. on him, much like she did on Dean. And uh, he's not as impressed. No, he says, "What you know? What are you having sex with him, or you want to have sex with him, or so?" Yeah, when she says, "You know, you're you're uh, not appreciating what your uncle's doing." Mm. And he just like, yeah, it was it was d- funny to see Lorelai exasperated with him. She's just like, I'm done. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, it is. I mean, 
she kind of came at him with the whole like, oh, every single thing you are doing right now, I've been here and mm-hmm. I've done it in heels, you know, <laughs> like, so there's no surprise. There's nothing impressing me, you know, uh, it, it is definitely uh, kind of a, like a, I'm going to be your friend approach mm-hmm. to get him to co- kind of open up, but he's not looking for friends. <laughs> uh, oh, and a very dated reference. Why don't you Dr. Laura someone else? Oh, <laughs> And I like that Lorelai wishes she had a cream pie for that. <laughs> like she doesn't want to punch you. She's supposed to hit him in the face with a cream pie. Yeah, and then when she talks to Luke, she's like, two cream pies. Two pies. Two pies. Yeah, because yeah. he's like, you got lucky with Lori, especially getting pregnant at 17. And she's like, <laughs> and it doesn't seem – like he goes out to talk to Jess and I assumed there was a dinner after. It wasn't like he and Jess left. Like they totally skip out on the dinner, the, the, the show, I mean. Like there was – did you think that they left? Luke and Jess yeah. left? Luke was so mad that they left. Oh, I assumed they stayed. Um, I don't know why. It was like a line of dialogue or I'm going to go get him or something. or I don't know. Maybe they just left. Makes sense. Makes more sense than they all sat together at dinner and there, you know, there wasn't enough, there wasn't enough uh, interest in that drama to uh, show it on screen. Yeah, and so. she's not able to go into the diner the next morning, so – they're really mad. Oh at God! Each other. It's Danish Day. <laughs> Not Danish Day. Yeah, he's got some uh, great-looking pastries uh, on the counter there in the beginning with the Scouts, and uh, now with Danish Day. Mm-hmm. Those donuts and, look good. Yeah, I like that little bit with the uh, Lorelai trying to get a kid to go go in and get her coffee. <laughs> uh, that was Danish. Cute. You can't just have a Danish. You have to have a coffee with it. Yes. Uh, Dinner dance, okay. Everything okay? Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, so the interview happens. We find out Max wanted to be a clown, which is... Wait, wait, wait. Taylor calls and... Mm. Oh, what did... Jess did something. Taylor called Luke. Yeah. What did Jess do? Okay, uh, so... Uh, accused him of uh, stealing from a charity jar. Yeah, I did. Yeah, but we don't know this yet. Yeah, right, right, right. We know Jess did something. Well, we're trying All very right. hard not to cover every single beat of the episode, so I skipped past that one because I knew it would come back. Oh, Okay. All right, Listeners, so, I'm, we're trying to keep it under three hours this week. Yeah, especially uh, <laughs> with these lighter episodes. Okay, Max wanted to be a clown. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lorelai assaulted a clown on stage. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. And he was like, yeah, that sounds like your mom. <laughs> I love the, I really want, he, she yeah, really wanted she to stopped do the fire. tape. Yeah. And they had to have their, their moment. And then that little sigh that she gave. And then mm-hmm. she turned the tape back on. It's like, okay, we, we now we have now we can move on. So again, I'm just sitting here waiting in this conversation, like Max going, "Is your mother ever going to call me?" Because uh, <laughs> oh. uh, you know the we people watching the show that's... might might want to know how this whole thing ended, rather yeah. than <laughs> she never talked to him ever again. <laughs> uh. So, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, Jess is accused about the donation cup to repair the bridge and ends up getting pushed off a bridge into a lake yeah. by a frustrated Luke, <laughs> which just – I burst out laughing. That this was cute. Perfect. It was un- unexpected. <laughs> so, like, Luke is so frustrated he goes to Lorelai. He's like, all right, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. And then that's when Babette comes in and her gnome is missing. Uh, it's it's like he talks to me at night. Oh my God, that's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love her. 
Uh, yeah, we definitely need more Babette on the show. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, and then when when uh, Luke is leaving, he's like, you know, come in tomorrow for your Danish. Like, it's we're yeah. cool now. Mm-hmm. I, I I missed you coming in that mm-hmm. morning. Uh, a couple of good bits in there uh, is the discussion about how kids always have jam hands. That's really funny. Luke's just like, <laughs> like I don't know how to deal with kids. They always have jam somewhere, you know. And also the. Uh, I'm so lost, I can't see my hat. And Lorelai says, try turning it around. <laughs> <laughs> so this is where he decides to lay down the law. He, he mm-hmm. takes the Nicorette gum and the Chinese herbs. and the Every way the, to quit smoking. The pictures of diseased lungs to, to put on the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. And just does his usual walk out. You know, yeah, you're one. not going to disappear. And he just mm-hmm. does. He just walks out. Mm-hmm. And so we have a uh, a moment with uh, Jess and Rory, which is uh, a little bit sweeter than the, that, the first interaction. Yeah. She calls him the artful dodger because he stole her book. The book yeah. that she uh, offered to lend him, he, he stole it and uh, wrote notes in the margins. <laughs> and uh, she, she's like, oh, you read it several times. And, I, and uh, she said, I thought you didn't read much. And he was like, what's much? <laughs> And she's intrigued. Yeah. She's Howl. intrigued. Hal by Allen Ginsberg. I believe I was reading. I read that around this age myself. <laughs> oh, see, I don't. I, ugh, not. That's not my. That's not Hippies. my. Um, yeah. Oh, also uh, a fun thing is he does that magic trick, and she says, "If you ever want to talk to me again, don't pull that out of my ear or my <laughs> nose or any part of me." <laughs> All right. Well, that's the episode. Uh, yeah, we're definitely. Uh, we're we we're I think we're gonna have Jess around here for a little while. Um, yeah, I don't see him leaving town anytime soon. Yeah, we're like Dean who. Yeah, we're we're setting up a relationship. Yeah, I honestly feel bad for Dean because he, like he's not even a presence in this episode. Like he's not even is he even talked about? <laughs> like, uh, and uh, but but the only real threat really happens I think once uh. One, you know, once he approaches her in the town, and they they have a walk together and talk about, you know, they have a little, and you know, one of Rory's favorite things is to bond over literature. So, which she she, she did with uh, Dean, if you remember, right? Mm-hmm. All right, presenting Lorelai Gilmore. Oh, that's the name of the episode. I, I think I said introducing, presenting Lorelai Gilmore. Presenting, yes. Ah, okay. Uh, Liesl meets Brigida and Gretel at the door. Uh, great joke, by the way, because um, that's the first thing. It. Oh, it's a, a isn't that a sound of music joke? Mm. Liesl, Brigida, Gretel. It's one of those things. Okay, yeah, sure, it's, I'm sure it's sound, sound of music. Yeah, um, because the maid's or the cook's name is Liesl or Liesl. Um, so yeah, something's wrong with Richard. Emily and Richard are fighting. Uh, and recording tells- him. Classic move. You got to do that every once in a while. <laughs> All right. What? When you record the, your your spouse. Oh, so they can they're hear being irrational. What, they, what they sound like. Oh, okay. Uh, classic Lorelai and Rory just sitting there for the dinner theater. <laughs> and uh, my favorite part is at the end of the argument, they applaud. <laughs> uh, so Jess is going to work, but he decides to wear a Metallica t-shirt. Which uh, Lorelai says, gross t-shirt, good man. <laughs> but yeah, um, Emily goes to tea with the uh, Real Housewives of Hartford. At least that's what I called them. Um, <laughs> the daughters of the daughters of the American Re- Revolution 
And, oh, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, and sh- th- they start talking about a couple who's breaking up because mm-hmm. uh, he has a secret family in Salisbury, and Emily is, you know, why didn't I hear about this? And and I was thinking, this is like, why are they talking about this? Is this foreshadowing? Does Richard have a secret family? Oh gosh. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Uh, spoiler alert: He does not. Also, Emily's been missing so many of these functions because of Richard, and uh, so she hasn't been up on her gossip. Oh. Uh, but uh, Rory walks in, and like one of them is like, she looks just like Lorelai did. Walk around, dear. <laughs> yeah, let us see the walk. Yeah, <laughs> that was she weird. walks just like Lorelai. Like, oh gosh. <laughs> um. And they say that uh, uh, Rory uh, is going to be the prettiest one at this ball if she goes because uh, because the the prettiest one actual the, the actual prettiest one it has a scab on her face, <laughs> so Rory by default <laughs> will be the prettiest. Yeah, like a injury makes somebody not attractive, not pretty. But also Emily will be the hit of the ball. Oh. Uh, yeah. Um, ba 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 ba. Oh, yeah. so Rory comes home to Lorelai and tells her, you know, there there'll be flowers. Blah, there'll be this. <laughs> blah, there'll be that. Blah, there'll be cake. Oh, the cake's actually cake, pretty good. Cake, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she says that yeah. they they you know parade you around like farm animals and uh, and you know it's like animals being up for bed except sheep don't wear hoop skirts. Yeah. <laughs> And I, so. it is so, you know, really outdated. It really even, is, yeah. Even for then, even for 20 years ago, it's for sure outdated now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have another case of, well, Lorelai, you know, didn't like this as a kid. Obviously, her daughter is not going to like this. But I see Lo- uh, Rory as being like, okay, it's stupid. <laughs> but it's almost like... She's doing it as a favor for her grandmother. Yes, yeah, she does it to make her grandmother happy. But I think she kind of ends up getting a kick out of it because it's yeah. almost like a costume thing, you know. Yeah, like there's a-, a little bit of. I mean, Rory is not a carbon copy of Lorelai. No, Rory is her own person, and just because Lorelai doesn't like these things doesn't mean that Rory is not going to like these things either. I mean, I can imagine how many books Rory's read that involve some sort of ball, you know, and some sort mm-hmm. of like, and just the fantasy of being, you know, presented, you know, some, you know, and all eyes on you, you know, um, not, I, not that I think she is looking for that, but I think maybe one night of it might be fun. Yeah. Know, just to taste that. Yeah. She doesn't want to be in that. Uh, she doesn't want that life. Full time, but maybe just a, just a curiosity about it. So Lorelai gives uh, uh, my good friend Christopher a, a call. <laughs> Why do you say you're good friend? Because I've been waiting for him for so long, and now I, I appreciate him every uh, time he's here. I, uh, I, I see Christopher in a different way this time. Yeah, I I like him. Like uh, yeah, I do too. It sucks, you know. But fortunately, you know. Because probably because the show doesn't really lean on the probably days that Rory pines away for her dad to be a have a moment in her life or call or visit or whatever. Every time we see him, he's just a good natured guy. He's just a and 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 you know if he was like a super snob that you know uh, threw Lorelai to the curb, um, that'd be one thing. Or if he was just like a like a scumbag, you know. Mm-hmm. Well. 
what was what caught my attention this time? This time in this episode, it's pointed out like Lorelai mentions, you know, don't don't flake out, don't you know? Are you going to be that? Oh, it's uh, she says. I think I, he's definitely going to be there. And Rory said, "Oh, then we have a fifty-fifty chance." <laughs> so we didn't get that earlier in, in like last season or earlier this or when we met him earlier. Mm-hmm. It it wasn't really said that. He didn't follow if, what we were. What we were told, what we found out, what we saw in the episode was that they talked to him every week. Mm, well, yeah. that seems to me that uh, he's pretty available if you talk to somebody every week, right? But here, they're there. It's like he's not dependable. That I when mean, that's, that, that when Rory gets her hopes up to see him, he lets her down, and we yeah. didn't get that earlier. Yeah, we never get that. This is not a Jen Lindley situation or a Buffy Summers situation. So I'm thinking of Buffy when I thought of Jen. Jen just lived with Graham. What happened to her parents? Well, she was a wild girl. And oh they yeah, she was sent, sent away. Her. Yes, That's right. She had the uh, Veronica situation. <laughs> Uh, no, it was, it, I, I definitely think of Buffy and her dad and, you know, how really her dad didn't serve any sort of purpose on the show. So they didn't have the character be there, but, you know, single mom or whatever. But, you know, she dreamed of ice capades and it is kind of a sadness that she didn't see her dad all the time. This, I don't see uh, other than, the, you know, and that just might be because of because television. I don't see Rory really um, having too many daddy issues. I mean. I guess you could say with Max, the the possibility of having a male figure in the house was alluring to her, and uh, it did, did make her sad. But in the in the end, she's she was behind her mom. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the show is saying that Lorelai and Rory are such good friends that Lorelai was everything that Rory mm-hmm. needed. Yeah. And, and really, you know, it's like, okay, so he returned and we see that he's above everything, uh, that uh, he's, you know, and his parents are awful people and he's so much better than them. And, uh, you know, he he wanted to try and Lorelai turned him down. And then we see that he's there for her when she calls him um, at the bachelorette party. So like, and, and holds his feelings aside and, and, uh, and. You know, wishes her luck and then hangs up and you see him looking sad. But like, so to me, it's like his appearances on the show have not been so I, I just like him. I don't know. <laughs> it's too bad that he's not he's not more part of the show. Maybe we then see more of these bad traits come out more and more. Mm-hmm. We, ju- we just have the backstory. <laughs> well, it's uh, just that, uh, you know, she's not sure that he will come. She's. When he does arrive in his Volvo, mm. she's ex- Rory is ecstatic to see because she was there was a chance that he may not show up. Yeah, and he's got the dictionary. Yes, he followed through. He agreed so quickly to go, mm-hmm. and, you know, on the phone. That at that point, I was like, "Does he have other intentions?" Like he's like, "Oh, good," you know. Like I found out, I, like he heard through Miss Patty or so whoever <laughs> mm-hmm. that uh, Lorelai and Max were donezo. So maybe this is his second chance. He's gonna mm-hmm. get. He's gonna be there for Rory. He's gonna show. He's now, you know, and throughout this episode, he's going to show uh, Lorelai that he's a different person now. But yeah, it's it. So I'm, I'm I'm assuming that the episode wanted us to think that way because yeah yeah 
I mean, didn't you feel like that? Maybe, I don't know if you remember when you first watched it. But yeah. That, oh, like he's there oh, to impress. Uh, Lorelai's calling me. I'm so there. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm there. Everything he says to Lorelai, Lorelai is just taken, taken aback, like, and in a good way, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's uh, shocked that he has a job and that, well, I mean, and it's not that he's, she's surprised he has a job. She's surprised that he has a, a real career. Or mm-hmm. a job that he enjoys, something that he's thriving at, yeah. instead of pretending to start a business or or uh, half-heartedly, you know, I guess using mom and dad's money to start a business and it not <laughs> uh, right, not work. But oh, she's showing um, Dean video of <laughs> Neil Young in a tux at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm so happy for uh, uh, my friend Dean as well um, that he is he's he's freaking out about this. I was like, uh oh, you know, when he's he's like tails, gloves, and a cummerbund. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you know. But in the end, uh, he's there for her, and he's he's not showing that it's like a waste of a pain in the ass or a waste of his time or anything like that. I think he's he he acts perfectly in this episode. Yeah. Uh- but he's making her watch BattleBots with him for a month. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I almost think that they just—they'd probably do that anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I did appreciate that uh, Christopher was listening to Rammstein in his uh, in his Volvo. <laughs> um, I think that was probably what I was listening to at that that at that time. I don't know what earlier. that is. What is Rammstein? It's like German metal. Oh wow! Yeah. Emily buys Rory twelve pairs of hose. <laughs> and then this weird thing where, you know, Richard, you need to pick up your tux and he just bites her head off. Yeah. Uh, and, and tells him, tells her that she's got to get it, which mm-hmm. I was like, Ooh, Richard, not a good look. <laughs> oh, and yes, another great thing that got me like, you know, shipping Christopher and Lorelai. Oh my line. God. This was wonderful. Mm-hmm. They just fit together like hand in glove. That was mm-hmm. just, it was so, like, it was delightful. Yeah. Uh, the song playing is the way you look tonight, um, which, uh, when I got into uh, a relationship with my wife, um, my wife, uh, that was like, like one, one thing I latched onto was like, that was like one of her favorite songs. We ended up putting it, you know, in the wedding. I don't think it was our wedding song, but it was, uh, oh no, it was everything from uh, Smallville. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> obviously. Um, and, uh, uh, but, but it was a, a big song for her and very romantic song to her. Uh, and like when I see the scene, I was like, she probably got that from Gilmore Girls. <laughs> ah. I mean, it is a pretty big song, so maybe not, but yeah. I've been meaning to uh, ask her. I like, hel- uh, hello, I like. Patty teaching Dean to spot. Hello, sailor. Hello, sailor. Hello, sailor. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Just a lonely sailor, a lonely seaman <laughs> standing on the side that you're keeping an eye on. Um. So yeah, yeah. Christopher has stability. He definitely he he doesn't know exactly what he, he what he wants. He he knows what he wants in life is basically just not his parents' life. <laughs> Yeah, it's just he's he's just now figured that out, and mm-hmm. and he was like, Lorelai figured that out at six months old. She just didn't know how to vocalize it. <laughs> also, Lorelai's jokes, uh, you know, in the 
prepping uh, Dean and Rory for this whole thing. The whole thing, the whole joke she makes about how little ladies should actually do for themselves. Oh, yeah. Ladies need help with everything. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Oh, yeah. Something strange is going on. Emily should be calling around the clock and she's not. And uh, Richard... uh, you know, is is vocalized that he, you know, this is not something he really wants to go to. Um, and also, even stranger, um, Lorelai heads to bed, and Christopher makes no moves. He opens his laptop and gets to work. Just <laughs> mm. <is> like what? <laughs> um, so yeah, debutante ball. Uh, we meet Libby, who's under a lot of pressure. This is her like sixth, because <laughs> fifth or sixth, like she found out that. Uh, a girl marries five out of six girls marry their uh, <laughs> yeah the one uh, that escorts them yeah mm-hmm. and then, yeah I love that Dean like freaks out about it a little bit and then it's dropped it's dropped I was like oh this is the thing that's going to turn him into a total jerk at this dance because <laughs> I was like how is this good thing it oh you know, yeah what's going to set Dean off yeah what's going to set, gonna off set his d- anger. Yeah, we don't have time for Dean's drama at, at this, you know, because, you know, we're more concerned about Richard and Emily at this point. Um, mm-hmm. But it was something I was worried about. I was like, oh, this is going to annoy me if Dean is, they make Dean act like a jerk. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, oh, uh, I will mention uh, Lorelai is gorgeous. Yeah, uh, that dress it, looks it, great on her. Whoo, just, her shoulders. It, She's at oh, broad God, shoulders. That, yeah, and just, I don't know, she just glowed up, like, big time. I mean, she, obviously, she's a gorgeous woman, uh, but I don't know, it's almost like she, like, added a sheen of sparkle to herself. <laughs> um, and, uh, let's see. Um, she gets to know the uh, bartender, Steve, very well. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, Dean calls Rory a cotton ball. Rory calls him Jeeves. <laughs> that was funny. Jeeves. <laughs> That's a dated <laughs> reference right there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Richard's tossing drinks back, getting loud, and we find out that uh, he's being phased out of his mm. job. He's, he, they gave him better office and a new parking space, but he knows that means you're getting phased out. It's he's done it to other people before, mm-hmm. and he's uh, he's deeply deeply hurt about the whole thing. And he it, uh, he also like says like you know like why he's being such a jerk to Emily is because he he's told her this and she hasn't. She's really, blown it off. She's blown it off. Yeah. Yeah. Like she saw the better office and better parking as, you know, he got a promotion almost, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, ageism is a, I mean, mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't know if ageism, you know, people don't go out specifically to, uh, the, I know like my mother, when she got ready to retire, she would, you know, she was the, she, it was just she was a, of a different generation than everybody else in the office. Yeah. And she just didn't fit in anymore. She was just ready to go. So I'm sure, you know, there. I can just imagine that in Richard's office, he's, you know, senior in years and uh, the culture is probably changing. And, yeah, mm-hmm. he's they're ready for him to go. Oh, yeah. That was the other thing. He was taking off an account and Emily's like, well. You have other accounts. Like, what's the big deal? And he's, it's like, yeah, that's the one I've been growing for like 10 years. You know, that was my account. I brought that in. And uh, just to think that some other younger person can just do it better. You know? mm-hmm. oh. And and even, you know, at me at work, there'll be people in my job and I just think, why don't they just retire, man? Mm. 
which is probably ageism. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I mean, I mean, the only time I ever have that thought about that that thought in my company is like when somebody is just there's so many like I I work in IT in my job, so I get a lot of like people that kind of just like refuse to learn mm-hmm. about IT stuff. Yeah. Yeah, well, we went to computer-based chart, and, uh, you know, the smartest doctor in the hospital really had a problem with getting on board with the computer chart. Mm -hmm. So it's just when you get to be – and I know me, after turning a certain age, uh, change was difficult. You get stuck – setting your ways. Setting your ways really bad and change is hard, even though for your whole life, change – you really enjoyed change. But you get Mm -hmm. to be a certain age, and it gets harder. And – Thank heaven for little girls. Have you ever seen the musical Gigi? No. Oh, the French. Gigi was a like the song Thank Heaven for Little Girls is basically, oh, thank heaven for little girls because they grow up and then you can bang them all the time. That is oh, the, yeah. That is it. Wow. Yeah. Gigi was being groomed to be a courtesan. 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 Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like a geisha or a. Oh, it's Nicole Kidman and Moulin Rouge. I got you. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. So it's a good movie, and I, I, I really like Gigi. But it's you know the French are just the French. I'll wait for the uh, the remake in modern day. There will be no. <laughs> there will not. No. They would have to change it to something completely different. It would be kind of like. Uh, like okay, Sweet Charity. I just watched that recently mm-hmm. when, because I was because when I was watching Fosse Verdon, I put all these Bob Fosse movies in my queue, and I finally got to them. <laughs> but Sweet Charity in the movie, she's a dance hall girl, so people go pay to dance with these girls. Mm-hmm. But in in the play, she was a prostitute. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, Rory is presented. They don't say presenting Lorelai Gilmore, I don't think. Do they? Yeah. They, they, do. They, they do. They uh, introduce her as Lorelai Gilmore, daughter of mm-hmm. Lorelai Laura Gilmore and Christopher Hayden, I think. Hayden is his last name? Mm-hmm. You know, he's a hot dad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. And Emily's saying, that should have been you up there. Nothing's turning out the way it's supposed to, which was just like, ooh, so sad. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's it's cutting, but it's also you know Emily. Just um, we know you're hurting Emily because your husband's being a jerk right now. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to take it out on Lorla. Yeah, but also like I don't know. It, it, it she's also hurt about Lorelai and that that hurt is real deep and and uh, mm-hmm. comes probably out at the wrong times. Um. So, uh, yeah, Dean runs away to get his tux uh, off of him, um, and Christopher has to go, too, and Lorelai is heating things up. Oh, yeah. She was being very sexy. Mm-hmm. Oh, Boston's not that far away. You could come by more often. Mm-hmm. Stay longer. And he's like, uh, I really have to get back to somebody. Turns out, oh, Sherry. Oh, Sherry. Oh, <laughs> Sherry's the reason he got a job. Yeah. Sherry like gave him an ultimatum. It sounded like, you know, to me it sounds like you know he she was wanted. The, she was the uh, encouragement to. Mm-hmm. Get but remember, a, he yeah. was he was offering this to Lorelai, and she didn't take him up on it. So you know, and you know, who knows? Did he? 
it, 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 I, I'm assuming like Sherry is kind of the uh, you know was like the next girl, and so he still had that plan kind of in his mind. Yeah, and, like and he just hit the age where he just decided to, to like, grow oh, up. Man, I really had to get it, get it together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and he does seem kind of sad that he has to leave. You know, like he mm-hmm. he he knows it's obviously you can't stay here to hook up with the ex. I, I, I'm loyal to my new girlfriend, and you know, but he does seem like like sad that he's got that that you know what this is. There might be something that I I really wanted at one time, and who knows if he's still. I mean, obviously there'll probably always be feelings there. Um, and the troubadour is strangely standing five feet away, <laughs> eavesdrop much. And then he just, um, it, as he watches the scene, the, the dialogue end, he immediately steps closer and starts playing and singing. I, it's, anyway, next the scene. troubadour is there for two seconds. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and he's gone. That's it. How weird is it? There's no one else in that park and he's standing right there. It's okay. I like the uh, Lorelai goes in and Rory, you have you not learned anything tonight? Wait, wait, or wait! She's- I have one more thing to say about the troubadour. Okay, <laughs> which everybody's like, oh, great. Skip ahead. If if he was like almost like uh, the Dick Van Dyke of this Christmas Carol, <laughs> and and like was singing songs about like the the actual Gilmore's, <laughs> and nobody noticed him, that would be kind of fun. But he's just kind of like whining, whining out of whatever song he feels like playing. It's like, ah, oh, whatever Grant Lee song I got going on here. Um, you know, and I usually kind of fits the mood a little bit. But, I mean, I would appreciate, you know, more of an Elvis Costello. Uh, uh, you know, you'd hear it on the soundtrack. It's so weird. He is a character and people know him and have talked to him. And nobody acknowledges the fact that he's standing five feet away. Weird. Anyway, that was my troubadour moments. Okay. I held back last week, and I'm sorry to bring it back again. All right. Uh, <laughs> was that a reaction to me? Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Okay, so Lorelai goes in the <laughs> diner, in Luke's diner. Yeah. Rory is chomping down on a hamburger. It looks delicious. Mm. In her, her white dress with her little denim jacket <laughs> on top. And Lorelai says, Rory, have you not learned anything tonight? And so Rory sticks out her pinky. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Jeez, being a lady's hard. <laughs> and Minnie Luke sets, uh, shows up. Oh, this is so cute. Sorry, I thought this was a uniform. <laughs> <laughs> he's wearing his flannel shirt and his just has his hat on backwards. And I like how he's like, placing the salt and pepper just like Luke does. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, Luke's uh, reaction is just like, I'm ignoring you. You do not exist. And then all of a sudden, he's just like, can't hold it. You know what? Go change. <laughs> <laughs> Great. And then Roy, uh, uh, Lorelai's telling Roy, you know, I'm glad I've got somebody I can talk to when I need to, to talk to somebody. So the next day she goes to visit uh, Emily just to hang, just to see if she needs to talk. Yeah. And I love how it ends. Just like Lorelai says, if there's anything you want to want to talk about to me, you can. And Emily just kind of looks at her and says, okay. And then goes back to what she's doing. And Lorelai just kind of sits there and waits as we go to credits, which mm-hmm. is just like, aw. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, about the whole um, Jess dressing up as Luke thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, the oldest thing in the book is kids will tease you to get a rise out of you to get your attention. So yeah. Jess is a little bit, you know, in his teenager well, way, is warming just, up to him. Yeah. Well, it's just like the rebellion. Yeah. I mean, it's a cry for attention. Yeah. 
But this seems so like focused on Luke himself rather Mm -hmm. than, you know, but you know, he's a prankster and we'll find out more about that. (laughs) (laughs) Like better like dollar. Yeah. Like like daughter, daughter, Bill, y'all. Thank heaven for, (laughs) no, that's a horrible song. I'm never going to listen to it. (laughs) Uh, Lorla is hiding Barry Manilow under her car seat. Yeah, like most WB stars, Lorelai has a secret love of Barry Manilow. <laughs> uh, Luke, the monosyllabic man. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of Rory's books. Oh, oh, that's what? the scene with the backpack. She's trying to fit all. You know, this is a biography. This is fiction. This is you know. Oh my and gosh! She, and she so ended up. Many. Not this is my bus book. This is my yeah. <laughs> like they're not even school books. Like most of them are just like this is the book I would yeah, read if I don't not in the mood for biographies. You know. Oh, yeah. uh, she sits down at lunch with her Walkman and oh, uh, 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 before we go on, another good bit is that poor Michelle just has to sit on the phone and just wait for the Gilmores to stop quipping at each other so he can get the information across that he needs to. Ah. Uh. It was just like, oh, we've stopped talking to each other. Just listen to me. But, okay. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Rory pulls uh, Natalie Portman, gets caught up in some shins uh, here at the lunch table, right? Uh, I don't know. That's he, She's listening to shins, the shins in her okay. Walkman Discman. Oh, okay. Oh, Lost in Translation? Uh, Garden State. Oh. Uh, I haven't seen that in a long time so, since it came out. I'm assuming it. Aged poorly. <laughs> it's not oh, as Natalie fun, not as Portman. Why? Yeah. Uh, Natalie Portman and Scarlett Johansson mixed up. Well, I know. I don't know how that happened. Uh, the guidance counselor comes out and wants to see her in her office and said that uh, Charles, Headmaster Charleston, is concerned that she's not being uh, social. Okay, <sighs> I would. First, I would say first of all, these people are assholes. Oh my God! So much. Number two, this none of your business. Like right. it's so weird. How is this? How, how does social interaction have any? Like, if it's like, oh man, you know, in class they couldn't. She 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 couldn't possibly get a lab partner because she didn't want to talk to anybody. You know, because she was like sullen and indifferent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is she sitting on her own free time listening to a Walkman? Like, has nothing has nothing to do with school. I can understand mm-hmm. socialization. You want to tr- teach people, teach students, but. But also, like Lorelai says, individual. You want they want to stomp out individuality. They right. want everybody to be the same. They want you know they don't like it if you if you're you know rubbing people. The, you're making people feel uncomfortable because you're not being social. Like like my kid is my is has their her own personality or her own interests and she, so weird. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just because. I, I think socialization is a good thing to teach kids. Seventeen-year-olds, uh, like right? They're kind of <laughs> like uh, they'll take they'll take care of themselves at that point. Like if there's a like a first grader, there's just like uh, just sitting by himself uh, or herself, just looking at a book or you know staring into space, and the rest of the kids are playing at recess. The teacher probably is would be doing their job by saying, "Hey, little Timmy or Mary or whatever, uh, you know, go play with some. Like, take a break. Go play with go play with the go go slide down the slide. See if anybody wants to play tag with you. You know, that's one thing. But mm-hmm. gosh, come on. Uh, and Lorelai is definitely upset. Calls Chilton a cult. Which is great, and uh, oh, we get we get another fun uh, Kirk moment 
Um, he is apparently fixing the car and is not going to charge him for the time he was stuck underneath it. <laughs> and then he says, I was a loner. I turned out fine. Oh, yeah. I know. Anytime Kirk says, you know, just look at me. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Lorelai confronts Charleston and says, uh, you know, it doesn't hurt anyone. And Charleston says it hurts her and then accuses Lorelai of not socializing herself by being involved in parent activities. Yeah. And, yeah. Strangely, like Lorelai, like, like walks out like a zombie and completely forgets to bring Rory home with her. <laughs> yeah. And so this is the, where the like mother, like daughter, they both are being forced to mm-hmm. participate at Chilton. Yeah. And he, he plays on, you know, uh, uh, Lorelai's fears that she might not, you know, that she's not parenting well enough, you know? And, uh, so I, I think she was just thinking it through. And when she left her daughter behind at school, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> she's telling Rory that, you know, he wants her to participate, you know, to be a chaperone or whatever. And she was like, chaperone, doesn't he know you got pregnant at 16? <laughs> uh, I, I, I do like that. They were just like, all right, we know this is bullshit, but we got to get you to Harvard. And if these uh, clods think social interaction is is good for the transcript or whatever, or good, oh, it was a recommendation letter, right? A couple of recommendation letters. Mm-hmm. Like if we have to do it, you know, we're just going to have to, you know, how hard is it going to, how hard is it going to be? You know, just, just interact with people and, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Rory. Uh, sits down at a table with Francie and Miley and yada yada and some girl named Lem, which is short for lemon, of course. <laughs> like and, Apple. <laughs> yeah. And that gets a huge double take from Paris. Oh, I love I love that look that Paris is given. Like uh, she's with so the, obviously sick. So obvious <laughs> such an obvious double take too. Just what 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 <laughs> And so these are the puffs, and it turns out they are a secret uh, sorority. But they're very influential. They've been around for hundreds of years. And Paris, it, like you, you have to have permission to sit at the table. How did you sit down at the table? And yeah. Paris is meeting to get in the group. Yeah, Sandra Day O'Connor was a puff. Paris's yeah. mother and aunt were puffs. Yeah, it's a secret uh, sorority that everybody knows about. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and she's worried that Rory's going to say something bad. Uh, meanwhile, the Gilmores were like very surprised when they come through the door that uh, you know it's it's barbecue on the patio time, but it's, as it turns out, no, the the cooks are just you know making barbecue on the patio. They're still eating inside like humans with with utensils. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, Emily gets on her case, Lorelai's case for not joining things, and she just. Was like, oh yeah, yeah, the booster club sounded good to me. I'm, t- I'm, I'm doing that. And then he's like, oh yeah, I love their matching dresses. It's like, what? <laughs> so uh, we go to uh, the meeting, and they're putting together the fashion show, which is a fall fundraiser. Uh, we, we see that Nicole Eggert is here. Yes. Oh, that's what I was. Th- <laughs> Nicole Eggert is a mom now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And Brenda Strong. Do you know Brenda Strong? Oh yeah, yeah. She was at the Puffs table, right? No. Brenda no, Strong was, in, was the parent. She's not that old. Wait a minute. Brenda is Brenda Strong? Is it Brenda's song? That's Brenda's song. It was in the Sweet Life of I don't know any of those shows, but I know I think she showed up on a couple of WB things as a teenager before. Brenda's so. song is uh, from the Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Mm-hmm. Brenda Strong is she was the narrator on uh, Desperate Housewives. The one who okay. died. Yeah, I didn't watch that show, so 
And she was also in uh, Party of Five. Wasn't she like having an affair with Scott oh, Wolf's Party of character? Five, the White Whale. Yeah, I don't know. It's been like almost 30 years since I've watched that show. So, uh, da, 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 da. so I love the uh, – uh, so, so yeah. Oh, yeah. Nicole Egger is – is a mom, but she's a stepmom. She's yeah. uh, she's a, she's a young bride. She can't even remember the names of her stepkids, which is funny. <laughs> and uh, her expertise are called in because she used to work at Saks, <laughs> which is like she has nothing to do with Saks. She just used to work there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and she shows her her wedding ring when she says that. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, uh, blah blah blah. Lorelai uses her talents. Mm. For this, yeah, she gets the inn as a place, as the 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 venue for the fashion show, and she mm. just organizes it and just does well with it. Into her chagrin, it turns out that the boosters are the models as well. To which I just love Rory's teasing of her. Ha <laughs> ha! Yours is worse than mine. <laughs> now that you're a model, you can date Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs> And then I guess somehow Lorelai uh, breaks the news to Emily that Emily has to be a model too. I, I, I'm not sure how that works, but yeah, she she told her she had, uh, to get get her measurements in. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Rory's accepted to the Puffs because Francie finds her says they all find her fascinating. Mm-hmm. She starts talking up Paris. They're like, "Oh, Paris is too intense." Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's too intense, but she's funny. She makes me we laugh all the time. Oh, she might be thinking of joining another non-existent group, so you might want to get her before. Uh. <laughs> and uh, and they demand she sit with them in par- Paris. Just beaming at Rory Like you've never seen a happier looking <laughs> Liza Wilde than in this episode <laughs> And then I was thinking Oh god how is this going to backfire uh, So The runway Luke, is leaning And Luke has to come fix that he res- He's Luke to the rescue Luke brings you know. Bert <laughs> And oh you Brenda Strong it. You can fix it <laughs> Brenda Strong likes Luke Wait okay so Ava is Brenda Strong Yes See, I thought I was like, "Oh, Brenda Song." That's you know, she's she's an Asian Asian actress, uh, young. And I was like, "Oh, she was." I I think there was an Asian young Asian girl was one of the puffs. So I was thinking that was her, but maybe not. I, I'm not as familiar. So yeah, I didn't recognize any of the puffs. Now, oh man, it's been a long time. It's been like 25 years since I watched uh, Zach and Cody. You know, the entire series. So. <laughs> uh, what was I gonna say? Francie. Francie. Now, I've seen her in a lot of things. Oh, yeah? Yeah, she's really good. Uh, 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 You're supposed to be the expert here. You have to bring all the facts, so you can't just say that thing and not say that and not back it up. So I'm just going to give you one demerit and uh, and, uh, set aside this appointment uh, with Headmaster Charleston to talk to you about uh, how you messed up podcasting. Um, But I'm sure our listeners will look it up. Uh, but yeah, Ava is in love with Luke. The end. Yes, love at first sight. So this fashion show was uh, when Emily and Lorelai come out as the mother daughter team. It is adorable. Yes, um, Emily shines. Emily, you know this is uh, you know Emily's been having some sad times, but this is this is some good times. Um, and uh, and Lorelai is kind of. Uh, you know, Michelle and Luke are standing right there, you know. She's kind of mortified. 
And then when she notices how much fun Emily's having, she just can't help but laugh, which is mm-hmm. great, and start like posing with her. And I was surprised that girls just want to have fun is playing. I was like, oh, that's a bit much for this, you know. Uh, I don't know. I did too. I, th- I thought it was uh, too fast paced, quick paced a song, and too popular and just mm-hmm. too much. But we if it's <laughs> if it's a a I don't know if it's like a feminine, girly, mainly girls. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess maybe it fit. But yeah, uh, and and it's not. They didn't pick it. Lorelai picked it. Mm-hmm. They 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 congratulated her on that, and they also congratulated on uh, uh, hiring that annoying, rude French actor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, this is where Lorelai sees Luke and Ava talking. To each other, it seems mm-hmm. like there's some flirtation going on. She's jealous, mm-hmm. or I mean, who knows what's going on in, in uh, Lorelai's mind? But we know that she notices, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, Emily is so proud of Lorelai for yeah. pulling this off. Um, so Rory gets another couple of bashes in at Lorelai when she comes home and and says that she looks like she looked like Nancy Reagan. <laughs> And again, Lorelai calls attention to her underwear uh, and says, I was wearing underwear with propellers. <laughs> That's I don't know, what under- that means. I don't know how that works. <laughs> uh, and then Lorelai's like, oh, uh, you're being kidnapped tonight. You might want to put some lip gloss on <laughs> yeah. brush your hair. Bring me back a donut. Yeah. Oh, mom, my kidnappers are here. Okay, have fun. <laughs> Paris did not get the warning. No. She looks like hell. <laughs> Zit cream, dots of... All over her face Mm -hmm. And is super irritated that Rory Wakes up and looks like that (laughs) Which she was just waiting awake But (laughs) Yeah they go in that school The the whole ritual with the bell And Warden Warden (laughs) He should be (laughs) Headmaster Charleston Comes in And that's when Rory kind of loses it When she's all sat down I didn't even want to be here I have friends I have good grades I did what you wanted And now I'm getting suspended (laughs) Right, and of course Charleston saves face by sending everybody out and having a com- a, a private apology uh, to uh, Rory. So, uh, I'm good for you, Rory. I was so happy she stuck up for herself rather yeah. than just sitting there and and taking that. You know, I mean, maybe she should have just said, "Okay, maybe I shouldn't break into the school. Like that's not something I want to do, and I'm not gonna like. How is like, uh, you know." Is somebody going to write on her transcript like, uh, I tried socializing, but wouldn't break into the school. So uh, <laughs> not recommending her. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. So Lorelai says to Luke that it would be weird if she he started dating a Chilton mom. And Luke gets very offended. I mean, he should. He should. It's not mm-hmm. her business. That's right. How dare she tell him who he can and can't date? What's it, yeah. to, what's it to her? Mm-hmm. I am a grown man. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out he was just giving her directions. And so Lorelai <laughs> takes umbrage with the kind of directions that he was giving uh, oh, her. Yeah. As she was walking out, she was like, everybody knows that's not the shortest way to part. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, the episode ends with uh, Rory finally being alone again. <laughs> and a fellow book reader <laughs> joins her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which I think, wasn't she one of the one of the other Puff uh, yes. nominees? Yes. Yeah. So she probably got the same speech about how she needed to socialize. And mm-hmm. Also, you know, Rory's cool, you know. 
So yeah. I like the fact that somebody is like kind of, you know, like attracted to like, oh, you know what? Yeah. The I'd rather do that. Yes. The introverts can sit together and read their books and ha- be together, but read their books. They mm-hmm. don't have to talk. All right. The ins and outs of ins, which uh, involves mainly Lorelai and uh, Sucky's uh, first real big fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the lesson here is don't go into business with friends. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> uh, so well, I love- but also Lorelai's just being a, a jerk. Mm-hmm. She's being too sensitive. Uh Richard's in Akron, and mm-hmm. their new maid is from one of those little countries down near next Mexico and makes some weird food. And Richard would have enjoyed this weird food. And, <laughs> and conditions are so bad in Akron, he had to eat at a co- he had to eat dinner at a coffee shop last night. Oh, um, and uh, is that where Lorelai says, "Get out of here," and Emily yeah. is just like, "I will not get out of here." <laughs> I'm so glad. Uh, yeah, there's some things that you know are used as like uh, you know uh, n- you know they've been kind of indoctrinated as normal uh, uh, phrases or things to say that you know somebody who doesn't usually hear those kinds of things mm-hmm. uh, would just com- be be completely offended by. <laughs> Get out of here! Uh, you know, one that's come up to me and, and come up with me in the past is you know some people. Um, uh, uh, like to just call other people bitch, just kind of like mm-hmm. <laughs> offhandedly. We've talked about that before, mm-hmm. um, so I think that would be another one. Like Emily, like what? What did you call me? Um, mm-hmm. So I it doesn't it doesn't translate across <laughs> no. classes. No. So yeah, oil portrait seems like yes, a great they idea. Make, they want to make Richard feel better, so Rory wants to as another. <laughs> See, this is why I say Rory is such a passive character. Mm-hmm. She does these things as a favor for her grandmother. She, oh, I think she wants to make her grandpa happy too. Yeah, she loves Richard, um, and I think she's happier with how it turns out. Anyway, even though mm-hmm. did you notice they cut to that picture like once? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, I was like, Ooh, that 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 doesn't look very. And then they never show it again. <laughs> I don't know if they'll show it again in the series, but. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, yeah, I love the uh, Lorelai's advice. Like, you got to work on your Billy Idol scowl. Like, a lot of people like focus on the lips, but I, you know, you got to you got to work on the eyes. The eyes are what. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Lorelai and Luke. Luke's helping with the in getting ready for the end stuff, and Lorelai is dummy and calls it the Rachel property. <laughs> mm, but out of respect for you, we will come up with another name. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the brainstorming happens. Paul Revere, the country rose, the end by the hollow. And uh, Michelle helps with the money pit, the outhouse, the end headed for bankruptcy. <laughs> and then they and, find out. Oh, they find out who owns the end. <laughs> it better not be that bastard Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some some th- quips from the show that makes that are even better listened to like years later. <laughs> Just really, I love it. Uh, that that um, one, I was just like, "What?" I was like, "Oh my god, that's awesome!" Uh, I hope that gif is out there. Uh, <laughs> it's on YouTube. Oh, it is. Yeah, I tweeted it. Uh, oh, I think you. Saw, I think I saw you tweet that, but I didn't click on yeah, it because I wasn't caught up. That was like a week and a half ago. Oh, okay. Uh, so he's a like, perfectionist. She mm-hmm. changes. You know, she's like she coordinates things. She gets to thinking about how. You know, these people come on these days, and so she needs to change the menu and mm. and 
she's a perfectionist. Well, that's why they call her maestro. Yes. Who calls me so, that? <laughs> so they find out Fran owns the owns the dragonfly. It's the lady at the bakery that was where uh, Lorelai and Rory were doing the cake testing. The cake yes. testing. She's got Fran, a Fran is probably like and angina. Huh? Yeah, my note for that is I will always make my ales the first topic of conversation when it, when I get that old. That'll be the first <laughs> thing. I'm going to sit down and be like, you know, first thing I want to get across the board is I got to like my knees are failing me. <laughs> I need to have a hip replacement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, just go on and on and on about it, and then be like, okay, what are you here for? <laughs> she says she plans to own it forever, and uh, there's this really fun conversation. She's like, how to break it to this old lady that. Forever isn't really a long time for her, and uh, yeah, oh, uh, and like, what are the plans? We need to, know, you know, know what are the plans? <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, yeah, I my other note here is like, call me nihilistic, but I like the idea of it being called the long vacation. <laughs> <laughs> like at the very end of all of this struggle, after all the all the things you go through, and hopefully you have a nice, healthy retirement, we can relax a little bit. But you know what? At the end of it all. It's the long vacation. <laughs> that sounds so appealing. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, chalk outline in front of Deuces. Yeah, somebody thinks a fake murder. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boots thinks, like, the, like the police are like, we have no idea. Who, the, like, none of us uh, did this. So we don't know what happened. And uh, Boots says, somebody got murdered then, and somebody then stole the body. Yeah, there were two <laughs> two crimes. Somebody stole the body. Yeah, I, I like that the police are going around door to door, making, uh, you know, checking on people to see if anybody's missing, if anybody's mm-hmm. dead. <laughs> That's so yeah. weird. And Rory spots Jess across the street. Oh, yeah, that was the other thing. They said everybody's accounted for or something. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I was like, I, I was like, they didn't seriously go door to door and check everybody in Stars Hollow and make sure they're alive, right? They didn't really seriously think that that. I could. So I ended up taking that as like they checked with all the cops in the town and like, are you? Do you know anything about this? And everybody was just like, no, 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 no. I think they actually did a head count. <laughs> <laughs> it just seemed like awfully quick to have that. A head I know, done, I mean, unless yeah. there are like, you know, 50 people in the town. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like the population of Stars Hollow changes mm. from time to time. Yeah. Uh, Suki had a dream about the future where uh, she was wearing these cataract glasses. Lorelai <laughs> was, was hard to hear. Huh? 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 That's attractive. Her friend looked better than ever. <laughs> She's been <with> forever. <laughs> uh,. Yeah, I love Suki's line. It says, we love Fran. We just want to know what God's plan is for her. <laughs> <laughs> and then we hear that the boss is here. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, we're going to finally see, like, who is this, like, you know, city-dwelling, you know, stodgy, like, some old, crusty old guy that owns this inn that probably is, like, super Republican, you know, independence inn, you know? I was like, I was, I was like, oh, man. And then I hear it's some lady named Mia. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, and I got I, I was like immediately endeared to her because yeah she's very motherly mm-hmm. and I mean obviously yeah <laughs> uh, but like my first the first trait of hers that I was like oh I like her is the fact that she just can't understand a word that Michelle is saying <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny <laughs> and uh, 
it, it, it's funny. It, like I have been watching these episodes at this point where I can really I I'm am at the point where I keep the subtitles on to catch some of the real quick quips, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't think I need it anymore to understand Michelle. Mm-hmm. You can follow Mia, his rhythm. Yeah, yeah, and I think Mich- uh, Mia is you know in and out of this town so little that you know every time. She encounters Michelle. It's like first season Gilmore Girls. <laughs> <laughs> Luke's toasters on the Fritz. Oh wait, wait, wait! What happened here? Why did I write Rory? He told you to get out. Oh yeah, this hilarious thing where Rory is like uh. pretending to hear, pretending Michelle is saying something awful to Mia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Michelle's getting the taste of his own medicine. <laughs> so funny. That's something Michelle would do. Yeah. All right, Luke. Yes, toaster on the fritz. And a, a diner, you got to have a toaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mia it just paints this picture of Luke as a boy, how he was on a skateboard, <laughs> and he would help people uh, with their groceries. Mm. For uh, But they would, you know, he would... A quarter demand, of a bag or something? But, right. And uh, he was that that one year he wore the same shirt every day. It's, oh, that famous television show. <laughs> Star Trek. <laughs> You know, ha ha ha, that's back when being a nerd was shameful. Mm -hmm. But it's funny because Lorelai mocks him and uses Star Trek trivia to mock him. Like, denying you are not a Trekkie is a violation of the Prime Directive. Like, like, how do you know all these words? Yeah, she's taking it up to over these uh, episodes. Or, yeah. Mm -hmm. Also, I love Mia's. Oh, go ahead. The phony murder, uh, this town's uh, too dull to pull off a real murder, but if you're one beam me up Scotty reference away from being one yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I also love uh, Mia's comment and, you know, when they're sitting there and uh, she's talking about the sun, how it shines all the time in Santa Barbara. It makes half my wardrobe obsolete. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Rory says, uh, they write songs about that. <laughs> But yeah, Mia misses the small town theater, uh, and we find out Taylor that Lorelai is... Oh, good. Taylor and Luke Bicker, and they witnessed the mm-hmm. saw Jess yeah. buying chalk nights before, and, and Lorelai starts to feel guilty about not telling Mia that she wants to leave the Independence and, and sets, wants to set out to open her own place. Yeah, we got a little bit of history here. Like, Lorelai's been working there for 15 years. And, I mean, it makes sense from what we've heard before, how they li- had to live in that, as Emily called, a shed. <laughs> uh, and Rory was, like, a little baby. Um, so, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, obviously, it, puts, it goes together. But, I, you know, we didn't hear before, like, okay, so then, you know, I mean, we learned that Lorelai moved up the ranks and whatever. You know, she started as a maid. But... We had. I don't think we had any idea how like important Mia was to those early goings. Right. Uh, that Mia was a mother to her. Right. Right. So the painting posing is not going very well. There is of course an it's not. Swan. <laughs> yeah. Why is Rory having to hold her hand in that position? I have no Be- idea. Because that is Emily. I mean, does that not? Go- I mean, don't you know that when Lorelai was sitting for her? For her portrait And Emily was forcing her To sit in an awkward position For hours and hours That that is when Lorelai said This is it Mm, I am out of here (laughs) But uh, She gives her the idea of Rory reading a book And that would be perfect 
And uh, Emily actually agrees, strangely enough. Um, so, yeah, we get to the town meeting, and I was like, oh, well, there's your small town theater. And <laughs> Mia's with uh, Luke and Lorelai. And uh, Taylor pulled a Paris. He started the meeting early <laughs> to talk the Jess situation. So everybody knows Jess is the one that did the chalk outline. And Luke mm-hmm. is now holding him accountable. What is mm. the town going to do about Jess? Oh, and and uh, when uh, Lorelai says, "Oh, if this was the Wild Wild West, this we would shoot the horses away and jump in the the <laughs> water trough." <laughs> I and yeah, that I. I didn't write that one down, but I love the one where they also go they go through all the different accusations of what Jess has done and all the things she, he's stolen, all the things he's vandalized. And then Lorelai pipes in with a, I heard he controls the weather and wrote the screenplay for Glitter. <laughs> 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 and then we get this like crazy like side argument with Luke and Boots because of some sort of beef they have over a clay handprint they made in first grade. <laughs> and I don't think I've seen Luke. Uh, matter like yeah. he looks like he's about to burst a blood vessel at this point. Yeah, he's so defensive. He's defending, yeah, uh, Jess, but he's also he's feeling guilty because he hasn't been hard enough on the kid. He just mm-hmm. he's bitten off more than he can chew. He, he's just he's never, you know, he's never taken care of a kid before and right doesn't understand what this kid needs. He says something strange here. Uh, he says something about how, like, he and, like, Boots are the ones that have lived here the longest. And, you know, Boots has this whole quip where, like, well, you know, I'm a, I've been here longer because I was born, like, a few weeks before you or something like that. But, like, then we, like, kind of focus on the stage with Taylor and all these, like, old people behind him. And I'm like, did all these old people like just come retire in stars hollow then like i would assume they would be the people that would live there the lo- that would have lived there the longest i didn't i missed that part or uh or mrs lanahan who really shouldn't be driving anymore <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay cuz miss lanahan went to another market to buy her lettuce and yes. started telling people that it was fresher mhm so it lost revenue because of jess so, on the walk back from the town meeting... Oh, Luke like, is done with you people. I was going to leave my diner yeah. open late in case anybody was hungry, but I'm done with you people. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, uh, yeah, Lorelai breaks it to Mia, and Mia's like, oh, good. <laughs> You're yeah. making a change. I'm going to make one, too. And just immediately adds a ton of pressure uh, to Lorelai. Which is why, she, like you said, she kind of turns jerky. Mm-hmm. Um, and for because, some strange reason, like we, oh, go ahead. Yeah, because Mia's going to sell the sell the inn, and it's going to be probably to it's probably going to be a Hilton or a Ramada Inn or whatever, and mm-hmm. it's going to be different. But yeah. also, I mean, like it's almost like. I have this house and I sell it and I go move into a bigger, better house, but I'm jealous of who's living in my ha- my old house. Well, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. And also like, you know, like she just totally, no matter what she's made her, you know, made a change like this is because this is going to be a huge change. She's either going to quit her job and, you know, leap and get into this independent, or get, get into this in of her own situation or she's and you know screwed up things at the Independence Inn where somebody else is going to be 
taking charge and um, maybe changing things and a little bit of guilt as, as well because her change now spurred Mia's change, which will now screw up everybody else's, you know, everybody else's job there at the Independence Inn who had no, <laughs> no part in it, especially mm. that valet, you know, remember the valet? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so for some strange reason, it like right as that conversation ends, it cuts immediately to commercial. Um, so, uh, <laughs> that was, that was, that was a joke because it was a troubadour and I wanted to make a joke about that. And I just, Oh, okay. I'm ignoring him. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Look, honestly, I could take, I don't love the troubadour. I don't hate the troubadour. He's fine. I don't care one way or the other. You could take him or leave him. Thank you. Uh, this, okay. So this is where Lorelai starts getting snippy with Suki telling her, you know, when she was telling her before that she loved that she was, you know, cared so much and was a perfectionist. Now she's yeah. like with a new business, profit margins will be so tight that changing things, you could really cause us to, you know, blow the budget. Right. And uh, I I like that Suki like offers that what I was thinking, I was like the, the solution to it all is why, you know, Lorelai has worked so hard in this place to make it the way it is, Independence Inn. Why doesn't she take over the Independence Inn and get a good price from Mia? And but because she, you it's know, way too big. I mean, because this is big, a yeah. huge inn. Yeah. You know, we, it, they have horses. They have horse stables. This is. Mm-hmm. It's not just a little bed and breakfast. It's a. It's a big hotel. Right. Right. And then, like this, this panic of it all. Then she just kind of leans in on Sookie and like how dependable she is. She's late all the time. She's changing things on the menu, and that could that could put them under like one day of that, you know. And mm-hmm. Sookie gets mad. Like, oh, she's so mad. And <laughs> this she's isn't like, like I'm not going to cry. I'm not. Gonna, yep. Know. Like this isn't like you're not respecting my the diagram I made of how a dishwasher should be loaded. Mad. This is <laughs> real mad. Like, mm-hmm. uh. So I was definitely surprised by that. Oh, and uh, so the next scene, like, how did I know that as soon as Dean walks into the store that Jess would all of a sudden walk in from nowhere? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's going to be some jealousy. Um, so, yeah, while Dean's in the s- supermarket getting his check, um, Jess and Rory are talking. She's mad at him. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's like, you know, we at the town meet. Oh, you went to that bizarro town meeting she's like yeah the whole town turned on uh luke making him the pariah of the town and all for you and you don't she's basically telling him the same thing that lorelei said at at their house you're not appreciate what your uncle's doing for you right but he listened but he listened to rory yeah and uh and i thought you know like in that conversation, I really think that Jess was just like – he He at first doesn't seem to mind that everyone in the town wants him gone, like mission accomplished. But he does seem to take a pause when he hears that everyone – this is now affecting Luke. Like everyone is mad at Luke. Mm-hmm. So – because I think, you know, like again, I, I think Jess is warming up to Luke. So mm-hmm. uh, I mean I, it's pretty obvious by the end of this episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and then there was this little – when Dean comes out and meets Jess, this little – you know, uh, insinuation that Rory wasn't telling Jess that she had a boyfriend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'll see you around. He was like, yeah, it's funny how that always happens. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, like before Dean came out, he said, did you at least think it was funny? Uh-huh. <laughs> which, which, like, disarms her, you know? Yeah, yeah she did think it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> so the painting's done, and then it turns into Lorelai um, uh, yelling at Emily because Emily, like, doesn't react well when – well, she's just, like, put off because, like – this whole painting was done and Lorelai was just kind of like, huh? Yeah. It's a painting, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. And then Lorelai just screams at her. Uh, yeah. You're about, so harsh. Yeah. I don't know where this comes from. Mm-hmm. And uh, then all of a sudden, strangely, mm-hmm. Lorelai then stops and goes and, and tells her mother about her problems, what she's going through. How about mm-hmm. her fight with Zoki about Mia and all that. And unfortunately, Emily then turns into a robot and says, yes, I've had bad days too. So it's, it's, it's again, it's like fulfilling that thing that Lorelai was talking about um, a few episodes ago on this walk home with Rory. Like, are you, is this ever going to be figured out? Like, are you guys ever going to be able to communicate? Like, no, because there's always, it's like one person is, is messed up. And then the other person is messed up. Like, mm-hmm. like she mentions Mia, you know, we, it, you know, we are, we're clued in that this bothers Emily, but we see right mm-hmm. here, it's like Lorelai is reaching out. She's, and, and she's in the last episode, she was there for her mother. And now she's reaching out for some help, helpful advice and some uh, compassion. And Emily is just like, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know? They can't, they can't but, get on the same page. Yeah. But it's because, yeah, exactly. They're not on the same page. Emily is bothered by the, just the, the mention of the word, the, the name Mia. Um, so, uh, so yeah, uh, Luke and Lorelai. Oh, Lorelai tells her about the, the fight with Sookie and says, "If you if I cry, will it freak you out?" <laughs> Luke's like, "Totally, <laughs> suck it up." <laughs> and then he just gives her advice, like, "Hey, you know, when I had to do something, I just did it, and you know, um, and you know, and." Does this? He's called out on her a little bit of reverse psychology. Like if you don't, so so you don't want to do it, then don't do it. You know, and he just gives the advice of you got to jump in and stick it out until it gets fun. Yeah, because he said it took a year. Yeah, uh, at the diner till it got to, till it on got its fun. feet. Yeah, he had lots of vomiting on the first day. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was there to wa- to weather weatherproof the hoopa. Oh, yes. Because it was about to rain. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you got to save that thing for their marriage. Yeah, Gilbert broke. He's got to mm-hmm. fix Gilbert. Mm-hmm. And uh, Yeah, I wondered if uh, if uh, um, Jess was involved in uh, breaking that reindeer. Well, probably when he stole the gnome, he probably... <laughs> Kicked that thing over and it broke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lorelai and Sookie make up, which is great. And Sookie mm-hmm. is like, we're going to do this, but only if it's not going to cost our friendship. And uh, I like to think that they're going to be good. I It seems like the show wants us to know that everything's going to be fine, at least between them. Yeah, that that was just a thing that Lorelai was going through. It was just mm-hmm. a weird thing she was dealing with. But man, there's a lot of stress going into setting up your own business. Like, I can't imagine, you know. They're going to have other fights. I'm sure of it. <laughs> I don't know if it's on this show, but, you know. <laughs> I guess maybe it won't. Lorelai will try not to make it so personal as as this one got. So yeah, I wish this next scene was a little longer, but it's a good one. Yeah, where Emily goes to meet Mia, and Mia said, "The woman who raised helped raise my daughter." Yeah, she's like, "Let's let's have a tea," 
uh, tea, holding things and stir, stirring things usually makes awkward situations better. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, well, yeah, Mia explains that, you know, when Lorelai came to me, I just thought, what would I want? Somebody, how would I want somebody to treat my daughter? You know, I'd want them to take them in and, and show them their way and make them safe. And Emily says, I would wish that uh, they would send them home to their right. family. Ooh. Great, com- great comeback. Because like when Mia says that, I was like, you know, Emily is going to totally be like, you know, you're right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you. And no, nope. Emily has got a lot of got a lot of anger towards this woman. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and, you know, some of it may actually be justified. You know, did did Mia did Mia call? Uh, Emily at all like I don't know would that have been a betrayal of Lorelai yeah I mean did she know I mean you know she just maybe she didn't know her didn't know how to get in touch with her didn't know uh, anything you know who knows what Lorelai said to Mia yeah that's right or would Mia just felt like it was not her place yeah could have been that Mm -hmm. that would have definitely put her in a rock and between a rock and a hard place because if she did call her mother and her mother showed up and, you know, and would keep showing up and demand that, that, that Lorelai come home or whatever, um, Lorelai might have fled and then ended up in a, in a um, not such a safe place as the yeah. independence in. And maybe she – maybe Mia thought, well, what is so bad that she's running away from? Maybe she doesn't yeah. need to go back to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I do love that it closes with Mia – um, Emily asking for pictures and, mm-hmm. uh, and God, oh, uh, just how choked up she looks as she's walking out that door. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was like, Oh my God. It really, yeah. It hit me. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah. Luke's toaster magically fixes itself. Yeah. Uh, inanimate <laughs> art objects just don't fix themselves. <laughs> I have no idea what you're babbling about. I don't fix things. <laughs> and, uh, and then he gives a little smile at Rory on his mm-hmm. way out the door. Like, there you go. I can be a good guy. How soon till she dumps Dean? One episode? Two episodes? Let's. Yeah. Let's... How how bad is it going to get? Yeah. Dean's going to have to mess up pretty big time. Or Rory is going to develop secret feelings for Jess. Mm-hmm. And it's going to burden torn. her for a while. Mm-hmm. Feel guilty. Do you have the episode titles for yes. our next watch? Because maybe we, I can puzzle out when it happens from the episode titles. Okay. <laughs> okay. Episode nine, run away, little boy. Okay. Listen, um, I forget what the description was, but the picture for the episode showed a very unwelcome character returning to the show. And I was not happy about it. Um, and I won't spoil it for anybody. Uh, oh, I but see. unfortunately, yeah, the Netflix, uh, Photo gave away that this person is is coming, and um, yeah, say run away, little boy. Mm-hmm. You feel like that? That's that character. Run away, little boy. Hmm, interesting. Like the does does that character run away, or or is is that character saying that to somebody else? Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, maybe maybe maybe. Mm. I'm just trying to. I'm, again, I got the Dean thing on my mind. Maybe, maybe. I mean, because Dean definitely hates Tristan. Oops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Spoilers. Dean definitely hates this guy, <laughs> and maybe that's something they say to each other. What, what he says it to him or the other way around, or maybe Rory says it. I imagine Rory saying it <laughs> to to one of them, <laughs> mm-hmm. to to that person that we don't like. Yeah. 
Okay, the brace bridge. Let me try that again. Mm. The brace bridge dinner. The brace bridge dinner. Um, I'm assuming this is something to do with the benefits, some sort of benefit for the bridge that Taylor was raising donations for. Oh. Um, it's going to be a big stars hollow thing, so I don't think it's going to be super fancy, even though D- Taylor definitely wants it to be. Um, yeah, it should be interesting. A lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of our favorite town people are going to be in there. Hopefully. Okay. Secrets and loans. Um, hmm. Secrets. Could this be? Hmm. I wonder if. Oh, okay, the loans. The loans. Who would need money? Hmm. Uh, again, my mind is on the just situation, as most of Stars Hollow is. Uh, <laughs> uh, I I wonder if um Jess is looking look Jess gets some sort of loan out of Rory um to uh get out of town or something. I don't know. I'm just say well. See, I think it has to do with the inn. Oh, oh, oh I'm an idiot. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're right. So it's a loan for the inn, but who would it be a secret? It's the secrets and the loans tied together. The Gilmores wouldn't, Richard and Emily wouldn't be giving them this loan. Like, that's another loan. I don't know if Lorelai would ask. Hmm. What if Emily decides to give a loan through Sookie, and that's the secret? Because Lorelai is not going to know. Sookie's going to say it's from my great-great-grandfather or something. Okay, and the final one is Richard in Stars Hollow. Probably going to be my favorite episode of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, Richard is great, except when he's, uh, you know, he's got the the he's going through the phasing out thing. That was a very ugly Richard. Yes, but I just picture Rory and Richard walking through Stars Hollow, giving us. More of that than Emily in Wonderland gave us. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want Richard just to be amused at different things and pointing at them with Rory, and that'll be the entire episode. And Rory just giving fun facts about each place they stop at. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it'll be my favorite episode of the week. So we'll do that next week on We Don't Want to Wait. We thank you folks for dealing with our always long episodes, even though we try. Uh, uh, to not talk about everything, but everything seems to bring up other things. So, uh, yeah, we'll get, we'll get it more concise next time. <laughs> we'll definitely it's, get it more concise. Here's the people. problem: I try to cut out things that, that you want to talk about, and you try to cut out things that I want to talk about. Exactly. <laughs> so we end up talking about everything. <laughs> we'll get that. We'll definitely. We'll. I mean, uh, the plan is at the end of every season where we, you know, the math works out that we're only going to be covering two episodes rather than the usual four. So I can definitely tell folks that we'll be more concise at the end of every season because we'll only have to talk about two episodes. Mm -hmm. However, I can't promise anything because we had to cover three episodes at the end of season one and it was a really long episode. Mm. (laughs) It was like one of our longest. So. I'm sure a lot of the Smallville ones went super long too, so I owe all this to stuff. And I'm enjoying myself too, which is great. Except for a certain character. Yeah, he's the worst. Yes, the troubadour is. Thank you for agreeing with me. Oh, I thought we were talking about that. All right, let's la la. La 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 la. La 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 la. La 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 la.